Hello, I'm Emily Dean. And I'm Kim Hyland. And we're your hosts for You're Not That Special. Where we share conversations about the wonder and joy of our everyday lives. And we're so glad you're here. Hello, stranger. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Welcome back. I know. I don't know how long it's been, but... It's been a while. Yep. It's been a minute. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. Mm-hmm. We hope uh, you're doing well. Um, so where have we been, Em? We have been knee-deep in notebooks and pencils and history and all the goodness of school and schooling and academia. Yes. Fall. Life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we left off talking about school. I just love like those weeks before school when the pencils are sharp Mm -hmm. and the plans Mm -hmm. are so beautiful and we're so inspired. Um, And we talked quite a bit about just um, going into homeschooling and the year and what, what that, you know, pitfalls and things to look out for and I don't know it's like before a race you just you get everything ready you Mm -hmm. got your new shoes you stretch you're so you're so ready and all of that is really amazing and good but it there's nothing like running (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) running the race with the real people yeah um for you your children for me my students real people real fatigue real challenges so, so catch us up. How, how is, how's the plan going? Well, I'm just going <laughs> to say the hypothetical like, people are so much easier to keep ordered and, you know, neat and tidy. The and hypothetical on time. people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've got it all figured out and your little automatons are going to do exactly what you've planned. Yeah. From 7 a.m. to, you know, like roughly 2 p.m. Yes. All of these things are going to happen yeah. in this order. So here's, so as we are making our plans, the Bible tells us. Man makes his plans, but the Lord directs his steps. Mm -hmm. So I think God must smile when he sees us preparing because it's good. It's good for us to prepare, but he's also preparing Mm -hmm. and he has specific lessons that he is excited to teach us. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So what does that look like for you? Well, you know, we, the gunshot went and, you know, we took off and, um, we made a new schedule for our day, and it was going pretty smoothly. Um, I'm 20 weeks pregnant now with uh, our number six, so that's been, you know, just being pregnant and doing everything. Sure, it's like running with a weighted vest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm feeling that. I'm feeling, like, a little bit slow now, but um, I think so far what I'm learning is— just how in the middle of a day, if I can stop and ask for prayer when I am discouraged, when it's not um, going well, um, or just, you know, engage in prayer myself, the thing that I've been asking is that the Lord would help me see with His eyes. Mm-hmm. And I was explaining to you before the talk before the talk that when I do that, all of a sudden, all of these things that seem like failure, um, not necessarily vice, but failure, mm-hmm. um, like the plan, not right, not succeeding, right. Um, flip on their heads, and I'm able to see the virtue. I'm able to see how actually, no, the Lord is teaching you 
patience or humility in this thing that otherwise just looks like, oh, we're not doing it correctly or we're not doing quote unquote enough, Um, which is so incredibly encouraging um, and just helps me realize how limited my perspective is, which even that really encourages me because then I go, oh, okay, I don't have to see the whole picture. And we were talking about how I think part of the feminine genius is seeing a lot and being aware of a lot, but then we think we have to take care of all of it. And I think the real, you know, the hard part about being a woman is that you see all of it, especially being a wife, being a mother, you see the failure, you see the struggle, and you're required a deeper sense of surrender because of everything that you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, the perfect example of not doing that is Eve, who got her hands on the apple and thought, oh, I'll advance my family and our, you know, status and circumstances this way. She didn't surrender. She didn't surrender to the plan. Mm -hmm. You know, this, you know, we have our best laid plans, but then we also have what God has required of us to do. Right. And um, I think, you know, that check in our spirit of, oh, I'm not being patient or I'm not being kind. Okay, well, the Lord requires that of me. So if that's in, impeding, you know, my plan, mm-hmm. then my plan has to take a back seat. Mm. Now, if I can't mm-hmm. do my plan with patience, with surrender, with humility. So that is something that has actually encouraged me because I'm seeing, I, I'm just, I am, I'm seeing with his eyes and it's surrendered. It's simple. Yeah, It doesn't look like success. Um, and I'm just, you know, treasuring up. I'm, I'm pondering these things in my heart, like Mary, <laughs> like, just yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I'm pondering. That's beautiful. And you said it doesn't look like success, but that, as you said, it's secondary. Yeah. And so when you realize what is primary, your response to, to what God requires of you yeah. to, to be patient, to be loving, to trust Him. And then when you aren't, to be able to pause and, and return to that. Um, yeah, th- it, it rightly orders your plans. Right. Because it, it is, it's such, a, it's such a paradox because as you said, as wives and mothers, God gives us like this sixth sense and it doesn't go away. You know, I'm yeah. not homeschooling. I'm not raising children anymore. Um, it, it actually exponentially just kind of multiplies. You mm-hmm. still, you care as much. You you are very attuned, you know, to your family and your people. And um, and of course, when you're when you're younger, like you, you have so many things that you are responsible to do. And so I think yeah. it's easy to get that kind of mixed up. That if I see it. I'm responsible to -hmm. fix it or Mm -hmm. to remedy it. And you were saying how, you know, there's trash on the floor, pick it up. The lights are off, you know, turn them on. I mean, you just, you just do it almost without thinking. And then you see this struggle. Okay. How do we fix this? How do we address it? And there, and in the one hand, yeah, that's part of what it is to be in relationship, to be a parent, to be a spouse. But in the other hand is that, that trust Mm -hmm. and, the wisdom, really, I think, that comes from trusting the Lord first and, okay, am I supposed to do something about this? Is mm-hmm. this supposed to be something that I just forbear and um, pray 
and keep moving toward my child or my spouse or whoever it is in love and allow the Holy Spirit to work through me. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, but but pausing and just, again, rightly ordering our thoughts about our lives right. is so powerful. And like you said, it's a light burden because we're, yeah. we're kind of penning ourselves. like, here's my realm of responsibility and my perspective. And the truth is, it's not, I don't see all, I'm not, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not God. Yeah. And, and coming to him and, you know, okay, what, how do I respond? Yeah. I think too, just in that surrender, it helps us recognize our weakness, which, you mm-hmm. know, we don't want to recognize. Mm-hmm. And I've been really just settled, I think, this year in recognizing my own physical weakness, mm-hmm. where before that's always felt like um, an impediment mm-hmm. to everything that I need to get done. And this year, I was um, at soccer practice with my older two boys and Ethan was home, so he kept the younger ones, and I was able to just read a book on the sidelines. And I'm sitting there reading a book during their soccer practice, and I was falling asleep, like, on the (laughs) field. And I just had to kind of laugh at myself, and I was like, I am exhausted. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, rather than going, okay, how am I going to, you know— rectify this situation, thinking about everything that I need to do when I get home. Right. I was like, no, I need to honor this, this, yeah. you know, weakness that I'm seeing mm-hmm. and not pretend or push past it, which is not my norm. Um, and so I was like, okay, you know, and kind of mothered myself a bit, like, how would I respond if I saw this in a child or even in a friend, you know, mm-hmm. um, you need a nap. Exactly. <laughs> you need some rest. You need some protein, you know, and, and no, you probably shouldn't try to do all of those things that you were going to try to do at home. And that as simple as it is to say is it's a total lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to do when you think, you know, if I don't do it, who's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And more and more and more, I'm just seeing like how we we trouble our own trouble. We do heap burdens upon ourselves, but we also kind of, you know, if you are a physically tired mother homeschooling and then you keep on doing things that perpetuate that tiredness, then you're never going to not feel tired. You're just going to keep being really tired, really exhausted, and embracing this idea of a happy, whole, peaceful mother Mm -hmm. as being the best gift that I can give my kids. Mm. It feels selfish. It feels totally counterintuitive to take care of myself, mm-hmm. you know, and yet it's like, you know, in the airplanes, like help yourself before you help others, right. you know, like I need to make sure that I can breathe. I need to make sure that I've eaten and rested. And if that means, you know, God forbid that we don't get to the the writing portion of your homeschool today, mm-hmm. then that is what it's going to take. And even as I say that out loud, it feels like sacrilegious. Like, no, that's so wrong. (laughs) But like you said you were going to do it, so you must do it. And I'm like, no, that simply means that we'll do that tomorrow. Right. You know? And And having that perspective, though, is, again, 
your your, your priorities, you know, yeah. and it's it's hard though in practice because you you're homeschooling, you know, it takes intention and planning, and so it's really easy then to shift our our trust to the plan. Yeah, and then when the plan isn't going the way we think it ought to, to just keep pressing instead of saying, okay, yeah, this is the plan and it is important, but my health, my faith, my peace of mind um, needs attention as well. And you're not going to sacrifice that just for the plan. That's called a road to burnout. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think I probably go I steer clear of that because of this kind of like cultural you know like self-love narrative that I don't believe in but they're not the same thing you know caring for your body being a good steward of your day Mm -hmm. being a good steward of your time is not the same thing as you know throwing your feet up and eating bonbons and saying well just like watch this educational movie for the yeah. day. Although, you know, you may need to just put right. on an Bond educational okay. movie yeah, for the and, day. Right. No, I, and I think that's, that actually reminds me of something that um, I was talking with my students about just the other day. And it's the idea of, you, you mentioned virtue earlier. Um, and so I, I, for in the classes I'm taking my studies, we were looking at Aristotle's um, paradigm for virtue. Mm-hmm. And he had what he called the the mean, which means middle, and that's the virtue. Right, the golden and then, mean. Yes, yeah. and the deficiency is a vice. Right. And we're really familiar with that, right? We're familiar with overindulgence as, you know, and as how that would be, you were describing, you know, just that that hyper, um, yeah, the, the, just the hyper um indulgence of ourselves right yeah it's, like it's the gratuitous yeah, self-love yeah exactly and and we recognize that as um bad as bad <laughs> but then on the other side we we don't recognize i don't know what would i'm trying to think okay what would the virtue be of, yeah. of caring for yourself there's probably a better word but mm-hmm. just being smart and healthy and caring for yourself so you have the excess which we see as wrong but so, so often with the virtues we we only see one side. Of, mm-hmm. We only see one vice, and the other vice would be neglecting yourself. Yeah, and I just think that that's um, important to recognize that you know, caring for yourself is is a means of of caring for your family, right? And honoring God, really, who made you a person with limitations and said, "This is good." Yeah. There's this really great, um, Betsy Hoyt is a uh, Catholic fitness trainer, and she says, honor your limits. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she talks about, especially she's speaking to mothers, and there was one talk she was giving, and it was to nursing mothers and mothers of newborns. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you need to honor these limits, or you will not be healthy. These limits are there, you know, on purpose, um, put there by God to show you, oh, this is stop time, or this is pick up the baby time, or this is nursing time. And it's it's just such a beautiful and rightly ordered perspective, mm-hmm. which I think you're right. It is really easy to swing the other way and get into totally neglecting yourself um, in the name of, well, I'm 
I'm giving, I'm sacrificing for my children. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is, right, that would be just another vice. I yeah. And this is what was really interesting to me. Both the excess and the deficiency are focused on me. me. Yep. <laughs> right? Um, and the virtue, though, is motivated from love and it's focused, it's for, it's about others. And mm-hmm. when my class, we were looking at all the at different virtues and we're like, they are outward focused. They're focused on God or they're focused on others. Mm-hmm. And the vices are almost always focused on us. And the, and the neglect of ourselves mm-hmm. is a focus on ourselves. Yeah. Because I am so important that if I rest, right. everything's Everything be, crumbles. Right. That's convicting. Well, and mm. that's that's why God gives us limits. Yeah. And so even in our most, the things that we care the most about, our family, our children, he, he says, yes, these are the things that I've given you to do and to steward well, and they're not going to be enough yeah. to solve the whole kabang. I mean, you know, they're, yeah. they're, you're going to need me. Yeah. And so we come up against them, whether it's, you know, our fatigue or our health or or just kids that aren't, you know, didn't get the memo mm-hmm. what the day was supposed to look like. Um, and those are the, like we said earlier, those are the, the plans that he has for us, the lesson plans for our day. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and if you have been encouraged by this episode or any other episode, would you please share it with someone else that might also find it encouraging? You can also leave us a review and that helps more people find the podcast. And if you would like to get in touch or have ideas about future episodes or would like to ask a question, you can message us at your Not That Special Podcast on Instagram. Yes, we love hearing from you. So thanks so much. See you next week. See you next week.